Good day, all you beautiful people. I am your host, Chris Champagne. This is Toaster Tubby Time, and I am medicated for your amusement. Good day and welcome back, all you beautiful people. I know you've been waiting for a long time to hear this, and it is just about time when I get into it. So this is issue nine. I'm going to call this the harrowing tale of my heart attack. So I've talked about the fact that I've had a heart attack. I've kind of led into what was some causes of it, but I want you to know the full story. So I never really kind of took the best care of my body. I was a pack, pack and a half a day smoker. Um, I would eat a pound of bacon when I felt blue. I ate fast food too much. I did not exercise enough. I would get to a point where I would lose weight and then I'd gain weight back and lose weight and gain weight back, which is never really good for the old ticker. In February of 2020, I had my annual physical, which being a good boy, I did my annual physical. And when my blood work came back, my cholesterol was at 344. Those of you in the know, you can pick up your jaws if you're not aware. Um, normal cholesterol should be under 200, so that was not a good thing to see with my blood work. My doctor suggested going on medication, and I was vehemently, vehemently against any kind of medication. I had heard about all the negative side effects from the statins, Lipitor, Crestor, all that crap. But she suggested something new. It was called Repatha, also uh, Prolulent, two things that are close to the same and not as much harmful effects as the statin. I agreed to give it a try. She called it into the pharmacy. The pharmacy said my insurance company rejected it and that they sent it back to the doctor. And I thought nothing of it. And I really didn't care much for it because... I didn't want to take drugs. Shh, big secret there. So, long story short, or short story long, however you want to see it, um, the night before Easter, so April 11th, 2020, the world was in the, the throes of this COVID pandemic, and pretty much at that point in time, everything was just video calls. So that night I had a video party with my cousin. Over the course of the evening of us just video chatting, having a good time, playing games that the house party app has that we're using, we were both drinking. Um, I had polished off, and I cannot remember the size, but it's the bottle of Fireball that's below the 750, just right below it. So it was a, a decent-sized bottle. 
I had four of those pre-made Kahlua mudslides. I had two glasses of Chardonnay. I had eaten a half a bag of Cool Ranch Doritos and a third of a package of Double Stuff Oreos. So the next morning when I woke up at 5 a.m. with probably a horrible hangover, one of the worst I've ever had, and heartburn after I had uh, vacated my stomach of all of these nasty things, I had uh, felt just heartburn. That's all I had was just heartburn. I was a little bit worried, you know, but I looked up all the symptoms. I'm like, okay, there's no radiating arm pain in my left arm. There's no jaw pain. Um, I'm not tired except for the fact that I went to bed at about 1 a.m. and it's 5 a.m. and I just can't get back to bed. I just can't get comfortable from this heartburn. So I, I realized if I drank some water, it felt better for a few minutes or if I burped, it felt better for a few minutes. So I had taken a couple Tums, which worked for a little bit. Um, I was laying on the couch, just trying not to disturb my wife as I was tossing and turning because I was just completely uncomfortable and just kind of went along my day by the time that she woke up and this was Easter morning. So she woke up a little bit earlier than normal because her parents were coming over for Easter lunch. We were doing ham. Everything was going to be very nice. Um, so yeah, I, I had decided at that point in time, I'm like, you know what? I just want to be safe just because I'm freaking myself out. I'm getting in my own head and I tend to overthink and then really start making things worse than they are. I used to consider myself pragmatic that I would consider all the options, including both good and negative. But now I'm realizing that a lot of times I tend to get stuck on focusing on the negative, unfortunately, and that leads to a lot of issues for me. But yes, I was thinking about all the negatives. So I was thinking, okay, God, what if this is a heart attack? I ran to the gas station really quick and I, I told her, I'm just going to go get some bear just in case. So I ran, got some bear and it took a couple bear um, and everything was going okay. Still had the heartburn, still had the heartburn. And I'm thinking, okay, God, I had, you know, so much awful drink mixing. I had the cool ranch Doritos. I had the Oreos. This is just my punishment for it. So we go through the day. I'm just not feeling the greatest, feeling a bit out of it. Obviously still had a hangover. Um, but yeah, it, it was still persistently there. So a little bit later in the afternoon, and uh, I'm probably going to scare a lot of people right now, but a little bit later in the afternoon, I, I took a nap, which apparently is not something you're supposed to do. Um, so yeah, I took a nap, woke up a little bit before five o'clock, still wasn't feeling the greatest. And guess what I did? I went outside and had a cigarette and then I was just talking with my wife and my stepdaughter and debating to myself, okay. And debating with my wife, do I want to go to the hospital? Just get that pill. That's just going to make me burp like crazy and get rid of this heartburn. So we left the decision to my stepdaughter who said, Hey, can you afford to go there? And I'm like, uh, yeah, I have pretty decent insurance. So she's like, just go and just get it. So me and my wife get in the car, travel to mid state hospital in Meriden, Connecticut. 
And I go in and my wife just has to go home because we're at the, we're in, we're in COVID land. There's no other way to say it. We're in COVID land. So nobody else but the patient is allowed in, which I'm going to get back to that in a little bit with uh, my little aftermath. But yeah, I go in there, they get me into a room, they give me an EKG, give me another EKG. They ask me to roll over and give me an EKG on my back, which was new to me. I'd never really heard of that. But yeah, they looked at me and said, Hartford or New Britain? To which I responded, we're in Meriden. And they said, no, do you want to go to Hartford Hospital or New Britain Hospital? And I'm like, but we're in Meriden. And they're like, no, you're having a heart attack. Are you going to Hartford Hospital? Are you going to New Britain Hospital? At that point in time, I just started to panic. I'm texting my wife. I'm trying to call my wife. She's still somewhere driving home. She's in a panic. And I finally get a hold of her and I'm telling her what's going on. I'm like, do, do I go to Hartford? Do I go to New Britain? She's like, you go to Hartford. New Britain is crap. Sorry, New Britain. But for the sake of the story, I'm trying to be as honest as possible. So we finally decide, okay, I'm going to Hartford. I let them know. I'm trying to text my wife, let her know what's happening. They moved me to another room by that point in time because I had to be transported. Now, I don't know if you know Connecticut or have any knowledge of Connecticut's geography, but Hartford and New Britain are both a ways away from Meriden. So they said, yeah, you're not going to be going by ambulance. You're going to be going by Lifestar. At which point in time, my heart started going even worse because I was thinking to myself, Lifestar is going to be so, so expensive. I don't know how I can afford that, but I had to do it. So because of the fact that my heart was racing, they gave me a nitroglycerin tablet. If you never had one, it's awful. They basically say to you, you know, your mouth is going to taste funny like copper for a second, and then you're going to have a little bit of a headache. I've had migraines. I've had crippling migraines. And to say that that's going to be a little bit of a headache, it, it doesn't last long. It was only about five minutes but it was insanely painful for a headache. That is the craziest thing that I have ever had to have a, a, a headache that just came and went so quickly, but was so intense. And then they let me know that Lifestar was almost there and they put uh, more nitroglycerin on a, just on my skin and they put a kind of patch over it just as, I don't know, a stopgap or whatever. Lifestar gets there, and then Meriden takes their EKGs off me, and Lifestar puts their EKGs on me. And as they're getting them on me, getting me ready to go, all of a sudden I felt like somebody just put a live wire against my chest, and my only response was, holy fuck! And they're like, what's going on? Everything okay? Are you okay? I'm like, my chest just feels like it's on fire. It's like, oh, that's the that's the nitroglycerin. I'm like, do you not fucking tell people that this might happen? You told me about a tiny fucking headache. You're not going to tell me that it feels like an electric wire was stuck to my chest? And they laughed. And the Lifestar guys were super awesome. So I took my Lifestar ride to Hartford Hospital. And they wheel you through all the, the corridors and everything. 
And overall, that was a pretty interesting experience, not one that I ever want to repeat again, but an interesting experience. So at Harvard Hospital, they got me all prepped for surgery. They're having me stripped down to to my skivvies and put me in the Johnny coat because that's how you got to be. And they bring me over to the cardiac unit. That's what it's called, the cardiac cardiac catheter unit. So they get me on this table and the nurse is letting me know, okay, we're going to have to shave your wrist. And just in case, uh, we're going to have to to shave your groin area a little bit. So they kind of left me with a little bit of a half bald on one side, on the right side, um, which was kind of funny. And it's a funny thing to say now. And I'm a bad storyteller for this because... I forgot to mention that before they brought me into the cardiac unit, I had to sign a paperwork saying that they're going to do this surgery and that there is a chance that I could die. Okay, I will sign this. So anyways, back to the nurse who gave me a a half cut. They were able to get in through the wrist and you're wide awake for this whole thing. And it is the, as I've said multiple times, the kind of beginning-ish of uh, COVID land in America. So, uh, my mother-in-law had brought over, uh, bandanas and we made these homemade masks, which were super tight on my face. And I had to wear this bandana mask on my face, which was crushing my nose. Uh, if you don't know, I have kind of a protruding nose, but yeah, I was crushing my nose. So I'm there for about three hours. The doctors are doing everything, going through my wrist, into my heart. Uh, they have this on this huge 70 inch TV and they're like, Oh, you want to watch? I'm like, um, I signed something that said this could kill me. I'm going to stay perfectly still and not move a muscle. I'm not sure how long you've ever tried to stay still and not focus on anything else, but you start itching like crazy. And then the need to pee is absolutely insane. So yes, I'm on this table, my nose is crushed, I'm itchy all over, I have to pee, I'm terrified, I have a death grip on this handle so that my arm doesn't move, and they go in and they place two stents in me, so now I have better flow through my heart, my, my poor little heart, and that's pretty much the the end of the start of this, and I do apologize for doing this, but we are about running out of time today, and I want to tell you more. So next week, I'm going to give you a part two on this. So I will talk to you later. Have a good one. Love you, beeholes. It's a way you walk. It's a way you talk. It's a way you shine. It's a way that turning, a and on, and a